Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? I see a bird looking at me. Now you got it. And then we have to be honest about some of the things we're doing generationally that has created the crime problem. He works for a a network. Okay. That um, provides people with questions that nothing personal to any individual, including Peter Ducey, but might make anyone sound like a stupid son of a bitch. (laughs) Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of The Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 248. And day 261 since Joey promised not to abandon them and yeah, he abandoned them and abandoned them. Even some military family members and thousands of Amer- people with green cards eligible to live in the U.S., Billions, some $80 billion in the most sophisticated weaponry ever made, abandoned. Boy, we could use that now. Uh, and, of course, abandon our Afghan allies, many of whom are now dead, thanks to Joe Biden not keeping the promise that we had given our Afghani allies should this day ever come. He just said, oh, we're, we're pulling out. Had every opportunity for month after month after month to do it safely, securely, smartly. No, he blew it. Um, It's very interesting because there's a report out today, and by the way, 
This could be a head fake. Let me be very clear. I've been doing this for too long, and I'm too cynical, and I just don't believe everything I read. Um, but anyway, the Hill is reporting that Biden has told Obama that he's running again in 2024. Biden told Obama that he plans to do this, according to two sources telling the Hill. The admission to Obama is the latest indication Biden at least is planning uh, to run for a second term, uh, something that the president has spoken about publicly during a press conference in Brussels. He told reporters he'd be very fortunate to run against his rival in the 2020 election, President, former President Trump, and Biden wants to run, and he clear, clearly is letting everybody know. Now, yesterday it was interesting. His hometown newspaper, the Washington Post, basically an extension of his White House communications team, uh, went out there with a list of the top 10 people. He was one if he decides to run, but we'll see. Um, the source also said Biden, despite his faltering approval ratings, remains the most likely Democratic candidate to defeat Trump. A key part of Biden's salesmanship to voters as he sought to support for his 2020 bid. Um, I'm not sure I buy this. I'm really not. Now, Insights uh, Issues and Insights has a piece out that a growing number of voters are convinced Joe Biden won't be able to finish out one term as president, let alone run for a second term. Now, from my perspective, it's only my perspective, is, you know, we've had a series of debacles even this weekend. I mean, Joe Biden goes over to talk to the press for a minute and he's saved by the Easter Bunny. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. You know, clap, Joe. We have Jill Biden saying, clap. They won't even let me read as, as Jill Biden, Jill, his wife, takes the book away from, from Joe Biden. They won't even let me read or anything. They, who's they won't? Who are they? You're the president, Joe. If you want to read, read. I don't think you're capable of reading for very long, but if you want to read, read. Just like, they won't let me take questions or anything. They get mad at me. You know, I, don't, I, get, I get in trouble. I'm like, you're the president. How is that possible? You get in trouble. Anyway, so that's what he's saying. Issues and insights points out a growing number of voters are convinced he won't finish his term, his first term, let alone run for a second term. And after watching Biden take orders from the Easter Bunny, it's kind of hard to disagree. Surprising number of Americans now think he will not even last another two and a half years, according to the tip poll uh, and insight and issues poll or issues and insights, and the poll asks, in your opinion, how likely is it that Joe Biden will complete his first term in office? 71% of those surveyed said Biden was likely to last through his four years. 21% or one in five said not likely that he's going to last. And only 45% of those responding said it was very likely that he would last. And some 25% said eh, maybe somewhat likely. Hardly a vote of confidence but Joe Biden's health, what does this mean? It means everything I've been telling you, everybody sees. Just a matter of how they express it. And then there are some people that see it and then just lie about it. And I brought this up yesterday. Is there nobody in his life that cares enough about this guy to say, it's time, Joe. You just, you're not, you're not, you're not up to the job. And yeah, I know. I've, I don't know what's worse. I'll, I know you're asking Hannity, all right, you want Kamala Harris to be president? No, not really. And third in line, I guess, is Nancy Pelosi. Anyway, um, we did learn that Joe uh, huddled with Hunter over the Easter weekend. 
As a potential indictment looms, legal experts inside sources now predicting a Delaware grand jury will, in fact, indict Hunter Biden. He spent the Easter weekend at Camp David, where he would have had the chance to discuss the case with dad, or let's just call him the big guy for short. Uh, how likely is it that the topic of his legal predicament came up? I'd say nah, it came up. It was probably the the talk of the weekend. Uh, or is it likely the Bidens used their holiday holiday confab to get their story straight? I think probably that was more likely. Likely, Joe. I never once, not one time, did I ever ever talk to Hunter about his foreign business dealings, except for all the pictures that you have with me, Hunter, and his foreign business partners. Uh, a Biden whistleblower is urging the IRS to investigate Joe's taxes. I thought we like whistleblowers, even hearsay whistleblowers. Not, you know, just like hearsay witnesses and opinion witnesses. You only had one fact witness in the whole Ukraine impeachment of Donald Trump. Meanwhile, you ignored Joe Biden on tape admitting, bragging about leveraging a billion dollars to get a Ukrainian prosecutor fired in six hours or else they're not getting the money. The billion dollars are billion dollars in loan guarantees and, and son of a B, they fired him investigating zero experience hunter. Anyway, complaint filed by with the IRS by Chris Jacobs, former Republican aide on Capitol Hill, contending the Bidens use uh, S-Corps to avoid paying Medicare taxes on $13.3 million of their income in years 2017 through 2019. The fact that, that in 2018, Biden doubled the salary to 300000 even as that year's profits of his S-Corp declined by more than two-thirds, speaks to a knowledge and awareness that his 2017 salary substantially undervalued his labor in violation of IRS guidelines. I, I, listen, when it comes to the IRS, all I know is my lawyer has me hire two separate accounting firms. One accounting firm does the job. The second accounting firm checks out that the first accounting firm did the right job. You know, because they see the word Hannity, it means pull it. Because that's pretty much what happens to me every year. Anyway, welcome to my world. Which, which, if they spend, you know, the the eighty billion dollars on new IRS agents, it's not going to make my life any different. It's just going to make all of you live in my world because they're going to be doing it to every every one of us. So it's interesting that he's saying that he might run again. You know, it was a great column on FoxNews.com by Jason Chaffetz, and he points out. No, first that Biden is out on the on the road now raising money in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington. Um, and but Chafis points out that your parents, Democratic Party is dead. I mean, think about it. The Democrats of old you used to have more conservative Democrats that, you know, more like Joe Manchin, you know, and I don't agree with Joe Manchin on everything. But, you know, West Virginia voters, they're kind of they're. They're America first people, salt of the earth people. Get up every day, work hard, play by the rules, pay their taxes, obey the laws, and they're getting screwed. Because if you look at Bloomberg and the Biden inflation index, misery index that they are calculating, you know, Biden's inflation is costing the average household $5,200 a year. It's bad. And Chaffetz rightly points out that they've morphed into and contorted themselves into a political party that is no longer relatable or recognizable to most of America. And today's Democratic Party embraces the extreme rewards, the extreme rewards, the, ra the radicals, shuns the sensible and caters to the contemptible. 
And it was not too long ago there were Democrats concerned about the finances of the country, blue dog Democrats, as we used to call them, worried about deficits, worried about the debt. There's no place for them in today's Democratic Party. I've said that. I said for years that the Democrats always hid what they really believed. They hoped that they could things that they could never get done running on a, a platform of and getting elected on. And they would always try to sneak through and and get courts, you know, to legislate from the bench. Now they just now they're open about it, you know. Now we have an Easter bunny whisking away Biden as he starts discussing uh, Afghanistan, according to this video, and and then goes off and complains. They won't even let me read. I'm like, how embarrassing is this? Now, then also, you want to talk about something dumb? Nobody will talk about it. Biden administration ending anti-satellite missile testing, urging other nations to join. You have Kamala Harris announcing this in a speech at Vandenberg uh, Space Force Base in California. We're the first in the nation to make such a commitment. And today, on behalf of the U.S., I call on all nations to join us. The first nation to end anti-satellite missile testing amid concern of space debris. Why would we unilaterally stop doing with our what our enemies are doing? That's called being dumb. Does it get any more cringe-worthy than Biden whining about? They won't, they won't let me read, and it gets worse from there. Joe, wave, Joe, um, you got to wave. Hurry up, Joe. All right, I'll let you read one page, but that's it. And the Easter Bunny, so embarrassing. Um, now we have the Easter Bunny saving Joe. I'd like to. Who was in the Easter Bunny suit? I'd like to know that. It won't. It won't let me read to the children and everything. They're not going to let me read. You can't make this up. You know, but don't worry. They got fake news CNN doing all their defense for them. John Harwood, a a White House correspondent for fake news CNN, hammered. I mean, just they beat the hell out of him. He almost got the Hannity treatment on Twitter. After a column he penned claiming Biden was powerless to help Americans. He actually said... Well, there's not much that Biden can do about the heaviest weights depressing his political standing. Remember last week, he had a 33 percent approval rating in Quinnipiac, but has remained stuck in the avalanche warning zone for months. So his party faces the likelihood of substantial November election defeat that hands the House and perhaps the Senate to the GOP. Harwood also admitted Biden's massive deficit spending made inflation worse, but he can't fix it now. He you know, writes a column stating that President Biden can't do anything about crime, inflation, the border, all the areas the administration has tons of power. If you look at the border, if you look at the Democrats, you know, their defund, dismantle, no bail madness. If you look at the energy policies giving us now the highest price for a gallon of gasoline we've ever paid in our lives. If you look at a 40 year high of inflation. If you look at the disaster in Afghanistan, the disaster that's Ukraine without the urgency needed to help out Zelensky win the war against Russia. I mean, all of these things were preventable. And interestingly, they're all fixable. Not saying it's easy, but, you know, you fix the border, you go back to the Trump policies. You don't want to run out of tests like we did for COVID tests over Christmas and monoclonals over Christmas. You bring back Operation Warp Speed. If you want to be... 
We want to fix the price of a gallon of gasoline, which will impact our national security and, and make us safer and more secure in the masters of our own destiny and lower the price of gas and the cost of everything we pay at every store we go to. We'll just go back to Trump policies on the economy and energy. Those are not things Joey is quick to, you know, to want to do. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN is our number. All right, so there's been a slight dip in gas prices. National average uh, is about to go up 30 cents a gallon, according to reports out today, um, which is just bad news for all of us. Uh, according to Andy Lipow, is the, the Lipow Oil Associates. And, you know, we expect it now to go up another 30 cents that it's experienced. I had not noticed it. I, I, last time I filled up my gas tank, it was 487, I think, a gallon. It was really high. Had one of those Joe did this stickers on it, which I got one guy apparently arrested, uh, which I think is actually very funny. Um, so Joe Biden, and this is symbolism over substance. You got to understand this. Joe knows he's getting hammered, but he's got the climate alarmist, religious cult, New Green Deal socialist that he has to answer to that he's beholden to. Anyway, so he he made the symbolic move of bringing back leases for oil and gas drilling on some 144,000 acres of land in at least nine states as soon as uh, yesterday. And it's now sent the climate alarmists religious cult into a frenzy. Now, Americans are now stuck paying, what, 430, whatever, a gallon on average, some places way more. But as far as Joe Biden's concerned, gas is not expensive enough to satisfy these green energy fanatics. And he announced he's going to restore the protections to a landmark environmental law governing the construction of pipelines and highways and other projects that Donald Trump had swept away as part of his effort to get rid of the bureaucracy cut red tape. The new rule will require federal agencies to scrutinize the climate impacts of major infrastructure projects under the National Environment, Environmental Policy Act. Environmental advocates have leveraged the law in court to block logging, mining, and oil drilling among the projects stymied was the canceled Keystone XL pipeline. Now, the premier of Alberta said that we would have finished that pipeline by now, and every day we'd be importing 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil. But Joe stopped that. And I mean, it's madness. So this is all a lie and it's all fake symbolism that will not work and impact the cost of gas. Check in as soon as you get to your car after work for breaking information you need to know about. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 now till the uh, top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. So what I mean by symbolism over substance is, all right, so it seems like Joe is infuriating the climate alarmist uh, religious cult and New Green Deal radical socialists. By saying, okay, we're bringing back the leases for oil and gas drilling on federal land. They're only doing it. Like move. Because they kept saying, well, there's all of these leases. We, you know, why don't you use the 9,000 leases? They're talking about 144 acres. Remember, before they even 
when they re- open up land, in this case, 144,000 acres of land, they don't know for sure if there's enough oil or gas or energy underneath the ground where it's going to be worthwhile and profitable for a company to drill successfully. That's why that whole argument was a specious argument to begin with. So they're going to open it up in at least nine states as soon as Monday. You think, oh, what a good thing. Well, the first thing that they're doing behind it is they're charging gas and oil companies a fortune more if they want to purchase the leases with no guarantee that there's any energy underneath their feet. And that's the fallacy behind the the whole argument that they've been making from the very beginning. So it's a, a symbolic move. It's not a substantive move. If they really wanted energy independence once again, they, they, you would go back to the Trump policies. You'd open up Anwar. You'd finish the Keystone XL pipeline. You'd la- allow Texas, you know, oil energy producers there to do their thing. The same with Oklahoma, North Dakota, Alaska. You want to increase natural gas, which we could get to our Western European and NATO allies. You could do that easily because they can start producing more energy in, in West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Ohio, and, and elsewhere, where the, where the Middle East of natural gas in the world, and we could do it in next to no time, which would dramatically impact Russia. You want to defeat Russia? The best way to defeat Russia is to do it financially. Now, we expect Vladimir Putin, estimate came out last week, He's making almost a billion dollars a day. We expect he'll make $312 billion this year in terms of energy, oil and gas that he is selling, most of which goes to Western Europe and NATO allies. I mean, it's insanity. And then on top of that, in the middle of all of this, Washington Post reporting that earlier today that the White House announces they restored the protections to landmark environmental law governing construction of pipelines highways and other projects now this new rule requires federal agencies to scrutinize the climate impact of any major infrastructure project under the national environmental policy act well the environmental advocates who are all climate alarmist religious cult members have leveraged the law in court already to block logging to block mining to block oil drilling, to block projects like, and they previously had stymied, you know, the Keystone XL pipeline, which received waves of protests and litigation from those concerned about climate change, water pollution, et cetera, et cetera. And the, and the company behind the project called it off after Biden nixed the crucial permit. They had no choice at that point. The Alberta premier with 900,000 barrels a day, we would be getting, we wouldn't need to tap another symbolic move, more symbolism over substance, is is this release of the petroleum, the strategic petroleum reserves. It's meaningless a million barrels of oil a day. It's a pittance, and it's bad for national security on top of it. So new pollution burdens, you know, for example, under the rule finalized by the Biden White House this week, Regulators now have to account for how government actions increase greenhouse gas emissions and whether they will impose new burdens on communities, particularly poor minority neighborhoods that have already faced disproportionate amounts of pollution. Well, we've been the leading country in terms of reducing greenhouse gas emissions, and that happened under the Trump administration. 
So what new pollution burdens on poor communities? What about the burden of four dollar and fifty cents a gallon gasoline? I guess this is what happens when you have the Easter Bunny getting to call the shots at the White House. It's insane. Now with the rising mortgage rates that are out there, and this is this is only the beginning. That's why if you've not taken advantage, used AmericanFinancing.net, refinanced your home, and used to use it for debt consolidation, put it all on one monthly payment. I'm just telling you right now, it's going to get bad. If we have one rate increase after another, guess what's going to happen? The price of every every home, home building will stop. Home sales will stop. There won't be, you know, people bidding overpriced, you know, 15 people, 20 people. You know, if a house goes on the market, that's all going to come to an end. Home builder sentiment has dropped for the fourth straight month because of rising interest rates. And it's now at an inflection point. But you have these rising mortgage rates that are taking their toll on home builders. As already pricey new construction becomes even less affordable, builder confidence in the market for single new single-family homes fell two points to 77 in April, according to the National Association of Home Builders, Wells Fargo Housing Market Index. And any reading above 50 is considered a positive sentiment. But the reading you know, marks the fourth straight month of decline in the index, which stood at 83, and that was in April of 2021. That's a, that's a year ago. So it's not good. Wall Street Journal points out hot economy, rising inflation. The Fed has never successfully fixed a problem like this. In other words, they're saying everything the Fed is telling us and telegraphing to us that they're going to do is not going to work. It goes on to say the Federal Reserve is setting out to do something it has never, ever accomplished before, reduce inflation a lot without significantly raising unemployment. Central bank officials think it's possible with calibrated interest rate increases that slow booming demand just enough to take steam out of an overheated economy. But even one of the Fed's closest allies, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, sees the risk of failure. It will require skill and good luck. Oh, there's some economic policy we can all have confidence in. Good luck. We're going to trust the government. Great. The Fed chair said that in public comments in Washington last week, during the past 80 years, the Fed has never lowered inflation as much as it is now setting out to do uh, by four percentage points without causing recession. In this case, the central bank would need a number of factors out of its control to all break their way. Okay. So basically what, we're gambling on economic policy? They've never fixed a problem like this this way, the way they're saying that they're going to do it. That's not good. By the way, Democrats, Elizabeth Warren is out there cautioning Democrats. They've got to deliver more on their Build Back Better socialism if they want to avoid a brutal outcome in the fall's midterm elections. I mean, they really want to double down on stupid because all of these policies have got Joe Biden to a 33 percent approval rating. Every latest poll from the Fox News poll to the NBC poll, CBS poll, Quinnipiac poll, all of them had an all time low approval rating for Joe Biden. Anyway, so she writes an op ed in The New York Times yesterday. If we fail to use the months remaining before the elections to deliver on more of our agenda, she wants to go in deeper and stupid. 
What's the definition of insanity? Do the same thing over and over again, expect a different result. Democrats are headed towards big losses in the midterms. Now, she specifically mentions build back broke better. And that agenda referring to a budget reconciliation package, it's not going to happen. Because the one guy that knows that this type of spending only fuels inflation seems to be Joe Bite, Joe Manchin. And seems like Kristen Cinema has a simple understanding of economics 101 as well. You look at the latest numbers demographically, African Americans are abandoning the Democratic Party in droves. Uh, this was in on John Solomon's website, justthenews.com. Hispanic voters, same thing. Foxnews.com has another article, same thing. Amid everything that is happening, Hispanic support, Hispanic American support for the president is plummeting. Only 26% of Hispanic voters approve of Joe Biden's job performance. 54% disapprove, according to the Quinnipiac poll released last Wednesday. And more staggering than that, 41% of Hispanic voters strongly disapprove of Biden's handling of his presidency. And Hispanic Americans now represent the country's second largest voting bloc by ethnicity. And a downward trend in Hispanic American support for Biden has been going on for months. And Biden comfortably won the Hispanic American vote in 2020, 59%, according to Pew Research. However, Hispanic American support for the president has plummeted, reaching the 30s, and now it's in the 20s. And here we go. And I don't think there's anything they can do to stop this and stop people from abandoning, you know, the Democratic Party in droves. They have caused all of this. They themselves, their policies have made everything worse. You have to be pretty dumb and just totally, completely, you know, clueless or as, as just be a partisan hack like the mob and the media to believe that things are going well. You know, I haven't even touched on. You know, what what happened in Afghanistan, a disaster. Nobody talks about it. We do. They 248. It's unbelievable. Um, Joe Biden, for some reason, has they've released 80,000 illegal uh, illegal immigrants into America last month alone. Eighty thousand. So I'm wondering why the White House capped the number of Ukrainian refugees at 100 percent overall. Apparently, there's a total of 5,000 Ukrainians detained last month. That number apparently is going up rather significantly. Um, and I'm not really sure. Now, I don't, we know why people are leaving countries in droves. We know why that's all happening. We expect it to get, you know, dramatically worse. Last night on Hannity, we had on Governor Abbott. He's now up to a seventh bus that he has sent out. And and that's, frankly, the policy that I think is working. And I think that everyone should continue. I think he should continue the policy, and I think other states should follow. And then he mentioned, as Ron DeSantis had mentioned, well, we can send people, some people to D.C., and we can send the rest of the people to Delaware. Anyway, so Greg Abbott continues to follow through on his promise. Jen Psaki first said it was a publicity stunt. Now said it's it's very nice of the state of Texas to help illegal immigrants get to their final destination. I don't know if they knew that Washington, D.C. or Delaware was their final destination, but they do now. Seven buses already have dropped off illegal immigrants right on Joe's doorstep. 
But yet I just hear, you know, what they've been doing is they've been flying into, they don't fly into Kennedy Airport. They've been flying these illegal immigrants into obscure airports. They're not flying them into LaGuardia in New York. They're picking Westchester Airport. Nobody knows about Westchester Airport. You know, so they fly them in two, three, four in the morning so that nobody sees what's happening. Eventually, flight logs get looked at and, and we find out what's happening. Biden is presiding over the worst open borders catastrophe in modern history. Apprehensions of illegal immigrants soared last month while nobody was paying attention but us and maybe a couple of others. Over 220,000 people in March. You're talking about a quarter of a million people here. That is the highest level since 2000, the year 2000. Officials now say authorities stopped 23 people on the border that were on the terrorist database. Now, get this, according to uh, justthenews.com, before Biden officially lifts Title 42 protections next month, the administration is now using exemptions such as pregnancy, mental illness, to let even more illegal immigrants stay in the country. And they're giving out the, the phone story is true. There used to be Obama phones. Well, now we have Biden phones. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, even now we have 10 Democrats that have flipped on Biden and are joining the GOP and plan to end and the plan to end Title 42. Um, and, and look, Mark Kelly is doing it. Mark Kelly hasn't lifted a finger. Senator from Arizona. The only reason Mark Kennedy, Mark Kelly is doing it and Beto Bozo is now changed his mind is because it's an election year conversion. He doesn't believe it, but he knows he needs to say it and fake it at least till November, hoping that the people of Arizona in the case of Mark Kelly and the people of, of Texas in the case of Bozo O'Rourke are dumb enough to believe them. But as soon as the election's over, they're going to go right back and become, you know, the Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden sycophants that they've always been. But, you know, in the case of Kristen Cinema, I would argue it's real. In the case of Henry Cuellar, I'd, I'd argue it's real. And some others, I would say, oh, Senator Warnock, he's up for re-election against Herschel Walker. He has the same exact concern. What a shock. Think Raphael Warnock really believes that? No. Another election year conversion. You got the same thing with uh, Senator Chris Coons and Maggie Hassan. And, you know, the only ones that I think are real are Joe Manchin and probably John Tester, my guess. But it's all election year lies. And let's call them for what they are. They're just lies. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. 
today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.